You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Horny Housewife podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm your host. Here is the couple's locker room where we discuss all things sex, marriage, the evolution of sex and marriage, and answer all your disgusting, amazing listener questions. Today, we're going to start the episode off with listener questions, and then we're going to talk about a topic that I think we could all benefit from, and that is sexual confidence. How to be our most sexual confident self. That's vital. It's vital to have a good sex life. Totally a journey, totally not something that's overnight, just bing, bang, boom. But the little things, the little steps, the little habits are going to pull through for you. And if you're working on you, you're being intentional about yourself, it's going to translate. It's going to be recognized, whether you're acknowledged or not. Now, you have to recognize you might not always be acknowledged but it'll be seen, especially sexy confidence. It'll change the way you carry yourself. Your solo pleasure sessions are going to be a new a game changer and you're going to bring it into the bedroom with your partner. And that's what we want. That's what we want. I pulled the freaky fam listeners on, <clears throat> oh gosh, my throat, on my Instagram at underscore the horny housewife podcast. And I asked what y'all thought about the audio erotica. I know I do it once a month, okay, if you're new around here, and I do it at the end of a segment, so if it's your thing, you can listen, and if it's not your thing, you can end the episode, you heard it all, and go on with your day. But for the people who love it, you'll seem to really love it. So I asked, do you want more? And I'm thinking, just thinking about, I want your feedback, slide in my DMs, pretty, pretty please, or you can go on my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and submit whatever your heart desires anonymously. So you can just be brash and say it. Or slide in my DMs and we can chitty chatty. I want to know, do you want more, more audio erotica? I'm thinking like two, three extra little stories sprinkled in throughout the week. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe get a little longer, more intense, nice little bedtime story to help you drift off effortlessly. It will become aroused first and then drift off effortlessly. I mean, what more could you want? 
if your spouse won't fuck you that night, just put on your AirPods and listen to me tell a story or be passive aggressive, fuck the AirPods and put me on the Bluetooth speaker. See how that goes over. Speaking of passive aggressive, there was a night this week where my husband fell asleep early. I (laughs) needed a release. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take care of myself right here next to him and maybe he'll wake up and join. Well, that wasn't the case. And at the end, the very end, when I reached my climax, I'm laying there, you know, job finished, and I hear a snore just start, you know, to get increasingly louder. And I wanted to suffocate him in that moment, but I didn't. I didn't. We're here. That was a joke. That was a joke. I really look forward to the day as a podcaster when I am just confident enough to not follow up with that was a joke or just kidding. I just, I can't wait till I can be Jackie Schimmel and just say it. No fear. And maybe I was joking. Maybe I wasn't. But, you know, that's, that'll be the day. She's manifesting. That's going on my vision board. Okay. I'm going to have to find a picture that says, I don't give a fuck. If you're not new, it is definitely 120% a moody Monday. If you're new here, that means that I'm ever so slightly ragey, just a little moody, salty, maybe instead of optimistic and solution-oriented, I'm a little toxic and salty. Don't worry, the people pleaser will kick in after so much, and I will instantly be trying to please and fix Let's dive right on into the listening questions. La 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 listener questions. Chad, message, love the new site. Just a quick question. You've mentioned a few times that guys shouldn't care about the size of their member, but you've also said you got a breast enlargement and may want another one, if I recall, a way to call me out. No judgment from me, but I would like to know how that is any different from a guy wanting to use a penis pump to bump up his self-confidence. At the end of the day, we all want to look better for ourselves, hopefully so we feel better about ourselves. Just curious of your thoughts. Okay, chatty Chad, I'll tell you, I mean, totes, do whatever the fuck you want. You don't need anybody's permission. And if that makes you feel good, then rock on, rock out with your cock out. Now, just when it comes to like penis pumps in general, I just feel like it just makes me think of like going on Pornhub and seeing an ad of like some penis enlargement baloney bullshit. And it's like a great ad because all the shit you're seeing is wildly, you know, not realistic. And I get it. Like I have porn star sex all the time. I get it. But like the bodies, sometimes the dicks to be, you know, specific. I think there's definitely like a porn star dick. Now I know there's more amateur porn and there's OnlyFans, so I think we have a lot more realistic options and ethical porn out there. But I feel like porn was the originator of girls be or guys thinking that girls oogle over giant veiny throbbing cocks. Not saying that there aren't girls getting like a wet mouth moist pussy thinking about a big veiny cock. Not saying that. But I'm also not saying that if yours isn't throbbing big and veiny, that it's a deal breaker. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't need to be the be all, end all, be all. Because there are some guys that have those big throbbing veiny cocks that I would rather 
die or <laughs> I just jump to death that I would rather do a lot before I like was in a committed relationship with them. Like maybe for fun and games or maybe not. Maybe I'm like, that's going to fuck me up. So it's not all that it's cracked up to be all the time. And I would say even like big dick guys, like really big dick guys are like, actually there's a lot of burden that comes with my gigantic dick because there are so many girls that can't handle it or it's too painful. I can't flip them in every fucking position like you can because she's like, hold up pacha. So grass is greener syndrome, grass is greener, but another but, if this makes you feel good about yourself, you can tell me to kindly or meanly fuck off. But it's also none of my business. Lots of butts. None of my business. So like my tits, like they're in my shirt. So I didn't have any boobs before. So then I get them and it's like, I did a really good job because I had a got pregnant, they got bigger. So I kind of just like morphed into them slowly, like just morph into the faked ones. But think about this for a minute. Think about this for a minute. If I had no boobies wearing padded bra, this was a real time in my life. Okay. The bombshell, like, you know, makes your boobs look like you have a C cup, take it off a cup. You know, lots of guys would say that's false advertisement. So does the penis pump kind of work like that? You know, I don't know. It's definitely up for discussion, maybe a topic that there's a lot of perspective on. But again, the only thing that matters is you do you. Moving on, next question. How do I approach my wife about using her vibrator to finish every time after sex? I'm all about her pleasure, and ironically enough, I have bought her all of her vibrators. But it has now gotten to the point where I'm starting to feel emasculated laying there next to her every time. How do I approach her without hurting her feelings? And also, I don't want her to stop feeling good as well. Help. Okay, well, if you're OG freaky fam, you know my stance on consistent vibrator to finish method as being something harmful. Now, I know some people are like, that's a myth that vibrators can desensitize the clit. Okay, well, you know what's not a fucking myth is there are women who will raise their hands when I say, are you a woman who requires your vibrator to finish? They exist. And there are lots of women who are like, I need my vibrator to incorporate at the end in order for me to get off. Or every time they masturbate, that's their go-to. So just a quick like recap education session before I answer the question for those listening that you can get kind of like dependent on it, if you will. It could be a mix of what you're enjoying down there, what your vagina is now used to, and it could be a mental thing too. So it's not like you're fucked or you're doomed. You just got to wean off of it. You got to stop going to that every time, make it like a, the vibrator can only come in the bedroom once every so often, whether that's week, bi-weekly, month, depending on how often you're getting off, how often you're fucking. So it is something that you'll have to be intentional about, but you're going to have to be aware of it. So this guy is like, how do I tell my wife? Because I feel like this is always a common denominator, key player that's having to be incorporated. And I don't want that anymore. So the approach. I'm glad you asked that because the approach is everything. Because there's so many things that you can talk about no matter how tough they are, weird, mean. If you have the right approach and know how to talk to a woman, you can basically get away with murder. 
basically. The problem is so many men, no offense, are fucking idiots and they just don't know. So I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Strategy number one. Okay, well, the goal, the overall goal, regardless of the strategy, is that we need her to be in the know of what a vibrator is taking away from her, like the options and like the ability to experience orgasms and pleasure besides from that source. And it could be a habit thing. It could be a lazy thing. It could be a couple of things. So let's not like totally bust her balls, but be supportive and create the space for her to like see that to be like, oh, okay. And tell her how you feel. So for women, I always give the advice, like let the guy think of it on his own, like somehow come up with the solution on his own. You're like coaching him there, manipulating him. He, he, he. But for men talking to the women, she can hear your feelings. Like you can get vulnerable. So that's on you. I would share how it makes you feel. And that might be hard, but I would go for it. If I'm being honest, that could be seen, understood, heard by her, and then she can know what to do to course correct. It could maybe even lead into a combo of like how the vibrator is inhibiting or she's getting used to it. Might even inspire you to spice it up. Think of new things to incorporate, to use, to not to use, quickies, not quickies, porn, date night, staycation, just something to mix it up and not be the same ordinary, boring, which we all get into. So don't beat yourself up, but got to be intentional and throw in some shit in there every now and then. If you really wanted a quote unquote strategy, aka kind of a white lie, you could say, hey, you heard on a podcast, someone asked a listener question. She was complaining about how the only way she could get off or if a guy said his wife was the only way was by this, a vibrator, and they want to mix it up. And I was thinking like, maybe this is something that we're dealing with because it comes in every time. And I love how much pleasure this brings you. It's super hot. I mean, I bought all these things. But sometimes I get a little jealous of them. Sometimes I want you all to myself and I want to try to get you there. And if I'm not, and I know my vi- my my vibrate, my dick can't vibrate, but I have a lot of other body parts, mouth that can do things and you want to get her there or you want to try, don't feel pressure, take the anxiety out, encourage her to be present, as present as fucking possible enjoy, relax, breath work. Okay. You need to start getting her to listen to the podcast, but you can skip this episode. (laughs) That might ruffle some feathers, but truly, because sometimes it can be arousing or inspiring. And there you go. You have each other to practice with. Before we move on to the next question, I've got to tell you about this week's sponsor. As you know, a marriage can sometimes get really tricky, challenging, and even hurtful. Okay, raise your hand. We know if you're not having sex, if you're fighting too much, or you have lost the spark and you feel pretty alone in your partnership, reach out and get some help. And instead of going to a therapist or a counselor, the same old talk therapy who don't specialize in relationships, hire a certified relationship coach and get support immediately. My friends at the Relationship School have dozens of certified relationship coaches ready to support you through whatever marriage challenge you're having. 
I interviewed their founder recently. He's awesome. Jason Gaddis. Gotta go listen. He's amazing. Go to relationshipschool.com forward slash my relationship coach to book a free discovery call and make sure to mention the horny housewife to get 50% off your first month of relationship coaching. So that is a hell of a deal. He's amazing. Again, listen to that episode. If you haven't, super cool, relationshipschool.com forward slash my relationship coach. Don't forget to mention the horny housewife sent ya. Onward Christian soldiers. Okay, last question. Hey Jordan, so my wife and I have a great sex life overall. I am by no means unhappy, but I definitely wouldn't mind exploring fantasies more. We've talked about it and she claims that she doesn't really have any, which I find hard to believe. When we were dating about five years ago, she said she would be down for a threesome with another girl, but now she said she doesn't want to share me. I've also brought up her having sex with another girl while I watch, and she doesn't seem too excited about that either. I know she's been with a couple girls when she was younger and finds other women attractive. I also would be into watching another couple have sex while we do. Any thoughts on things I can do to try to awaken her sexual fantasies? Thanks, and I love the pot. Okay. I think that's a good question because I think a lot of guys feel like that or have felt like that if they're in a situation where their wife has like dabbled in her fantasies or talked about things that's happened in her past or in college or with women. And the guy's like drooling, give me more, give me more. I want to hear more. Does that turn you on? And I will say that like, I think there's a lot of women during that phase that there are some truly experimenting And there are some experimenting and going on a sexual exploration. And then there are some girls that are just fucking partying and they think girls and guys are hot. So there's a big chunk of those. In regards to her saying when you were dating, so dating, not married, that she would be down for a threesome with another girl, I am not just going to chalk it up and say she's full of it because maybe she's not. Maybe at that time she was so down. Maybe she didn't know you were going to be her husband and the father or possible father of her children and like all these things. And sometimes you want to do that stuff with the guy that you don't end up with forever. And it's a little different, right guys? Can y'all relate to that? Maybe you would want to do something fucking disgusting with one type of girl, but you can't imagine doing that to your wife. It boggles my mind. But I mean, this is a true thing I'm talking about. Believe me, I prefer the men who are consistent all the way around and can just do what they want with the person they are with. But there are times and places in our lives when maybe we say something we would do and then time goes on, the relationship evolves and it's not something we're open to anymore. So it sounds like it just doesn't really appease her the thought of sharing and maybe knowing all that's to lose or at stake or to risk she doesn't want to do it. It's not worth it to her to see how she feels after. Like, yeah, it could be super hot in the moment because I've had these thoughts, you know, you're like, oh, this could be super hot, but what would be the after effect? Like, how would this impact us? And I don't think everybody is the same. No shit. Some, there are lots of people that they could not rebound from that. And there are people that can. So you have to know who you are, not who you want to be, not what you think sounds cool. You need to be authentic and know who the fuck you are. And sometimes we have to find that out. And if you make 
the decision and the choice together to explore something, a fantasy, you have to be aware of the risk you're taking. And if something happens after you have to know that's what you signed up for instead of, you know, being destructive about it. You have a choice. You can close those doors. There's got to be boundaries laid out beforehand. Now to answer your question, because I haven't, so I hope that you're still here. I think as far as awakening her fantasies, there's a couple of ways you could go about it. This could start at a date night conversation as a date night combo. It could be a little set intentional time whenever you're having sex pillow talk after about fantasy. Sometimes that's a time when both people are vulnerable and are reciprocating well and the dopamine's flowing and we're just open and feeling lovey and safe and just good all over. So your chances of it not going bad are better. You could watch porn with this fantasy and see how she responds to it. You know, it's got to be something that she wants to do. And I think that like badgering about it, especially about a threesome with another female would make me feel insecure. And I think I bet for a lot of women would say the same thing. Like you offer that and now your man's like all the time asking for it. It's like, okay, I'm not enough, am I? That's how I can be internalized. And I know you're saying, no, 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 that's not it at all. And it's not, we know that, but sometimes we don't know that and it hurts. It hurts our feelings and insecurities flare up. If she's never bringing this up, then you kind of have to take it for what it is. Like with this, you need to be okay with if this never happened, you're going to be okay with it. So start with the dirty talk, like see how it goes, but especially another woman in the picture, definitely she needs to be leading this one because I don't know, maybe this won't hit, but how would you feel if she was insistent on another man coming in? Would that make you feel, if you weren't a cuck, like if that wasn't your kink, you know, how would you might respond to that? But I get it. You said she has expressed interest and attraction to females. So just remind her that her saying that just gets you really hot and bothered and her being, seeing your wife be like that with another woman just drives you crazy. And that this other woman is just a novelty, an object, something for you as a couple to use together. If you do decide it, this is not like an emotional thing. This is a physical fun fantasy being played out. If you're listening to this podcast, I know that you like sex or you want to have better sex or you want to know more about sex, something to do with fucking sex. That is why I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you about the Netflix of sexual wellness, which is beducated.com. Okay. The OGs know, but if you're new here, let me just try to tell you how cool Beducated is. So They're giving our listeners one day free. So boom, you got to at least go check it out and see what it's about. Code Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N. And it's an online course platform. With that code, you'll get in access to it all, all of it, every part of it, hundreds of courses. What are the courses about? They're not boring. I'll tell you that. They're 
pretty interesting. You don't just have audio, you have video. So they are showing you, like you want to learn how to give or receive a prostate massage, they got you covered. You want step-by-step technique on squirting for yourself or your partner, boom, done. You want to see the art of getting naked and learn how to do a sexy strip tease dance for your man, they got you. You want to learn how to eat pussy better, boom, done. Technique, video, all of it. The best part is to me is that there's always new courses every week. Fingering, fisting. I mean, you're not going to get bored. And the best thing is it's actually a teacher. So you're not just like kind of getting the half ass. You're getting the whole enchilada. You're going to learn how to fucking do this skill. This is Rosetta Stone for fucking. Beducated.com code Jordan, J-O-R-D-Y-N is going to get you one day free access to all of the courses. And if you decide to lock her in, it'll give you a huge discount for the yearly pass. It's totally worth it. I've had a couple of y'all write me saying, thank you for recommending this. I use it on a weekly basis, daily basis, some of y'all, and they don't regret it whatsoever. I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't love it and use it myself. Beducated.com, going to put that in the code in the episode notes. Let's continue. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know that y'all have had to have heard me wheezing this entire episode. I don't know if it's my little vape pen or like uh, me being to lay off the pen, bitch. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I took a second COVID test just because I wanted to know, like, what, why am I getting worse? I feel bronchitis. I don't know what it is. I do feel like the squeaky penguin toy in Toy Story 2. Is it 2? Like the the wheezy guy? That's what I feel like. So the topic of the hour is sexual confidence. Sexual confidence. What the fuck does that mean, Jordan? Confidence sexually? Well, essentially it's feeling comfortable in your body. Knowing you deserve pleasure, ooh, knowing you deserve pleasure, ooh, knowing you deserve pleasure, and being able to articulate what you enjoy. So specifically, that is the one I want to talk about, deserving, knowing your worth, any limiting beliefs that could be around that, knowing or not knowing, we're going to talk about. Obviously, there's the obvious ways of maybe working on that such as exploring your interest, discussing with your partner just about sex in general or your fantasies, what you're into, being unabashed, like not having shame around the kinks, whether the person you're into is going to be down for it or not, just putting it out there. So, and all the little tips and tricks they have to boost sexual confidence, you really are incapable of doing any of them if you don't 
have the number one, the first one down. Number one being mindset, being what the definition is, knowing you're worthy of pleasure and being able to articulate your needs as well as listen to your partner express themselves and what they need. So it's almost like sexual, emotional intelligence, if you will. And if you do not feel worthy of pleasure, even on a subconscious level, which I would think a lot of people like, do I? I don't know if I do. Do I not? And we would have to like look at your life and your habits and your sex life and the connection you have with people presently in the past. I mean, it's going to be a person to person basis for sure. But you might end up doing the little looksy looksy inward and being like, oh, you know, maybe I subconsciously don't feel worthy of pleasure, or I'm definitely not prioritizing. I definitely haven't gone as far as trying to articulate what I need or want. Like there are some people that have so much shame around who they are as sexual beings. It is heartbreaking. And there's many, many, many factors to attribute. Obviously, how we grow up, if we grew up in like super orthodox religious environments where it was something that's like, shh, shh, don't talk about. No one really told you what sex was. It was just this like, you don't do it. Like you don't touch your private parts. There are some churches and organizations and religions that truly shame solo pleasure and will go as far as telling people that that is a sin, going to hell, no bueno, you can't do that. You have to confess if you do that. Like that's fucked up. In my opinion, that's fucked up. And it's definitely, definitely a contributing factor as to why some men or women feel shame around sexuality or around masturbating, whatever it be, solo pleasure. There are so many women who I've met in my life up to this date who it has been like a taboo, don't talk about it. I think now it's becoming more accepted, destigmatized. We're like power to the pussy. Or maybe that's just my for you page and my algorithm now. I don't know. But it seems we're headed in like chugga chugga the right direction around that. But for a long time, it's just not something you talk about. And it's something that is awkward or uncomfortable. And we're all humans and we all have bodies and normal bodily responses. We're like fucking animals almost. You know what I mean? Are we animals? We're mammals. We're mammals. Does that mean we're animals? Someone can tell me if I'm wrong. But it's primal. Our sexual needs, functions, interests, primal, God-given, baby. God-given. And when you get on that side and when you realize like the intense power magic that comes from sex, the connection, the intimacy when you truly combine the masculine and the feminine and become one. You should see my hands, like the little little pretzel that I've made. Two people leading with sexual confidence, hands down, probably best sex ever. They probably slid in there because they know how toxic and delicious twin flame sex can be, but that's a topic for another time. Sexual confidence is what we are talking about, and I'm talking to a lot of married people. So you've picked the person that you're wanting to ride for, right? And whether it gets boring sometimes or awesome, delicious, or like we've never been bored 
how whatever your situation is, you can always be intentional. You can always spice it up, you know, plant some new seeds and watch your garden grow. If you are a person who is like, you know what, I don't feel in touch with my sexual self, where do I start? I think for women, my suggestion is that it's found in solo pleasure. Like I need to have an episode completely dedicated to the women on all the ways you can masturbate that aren't even like the dirty, like manifestation with masturbation stuff that will just, the guys will be snoozing. Okay. But I got you because it's pretty cool shit. I find it ironic, maybe hypocritical, but ironic how I would recommend solo pleasure for a woman to increase sexual confidence. And I don't necessarily recommend that for as a step or a way to be intentional for a man to have sexual confidence. I don't at all. I think that it does the opposite, actually, if they're getting off to porn, if they're getting off to porn. So I should rephrase that. I would even go as far, dare I say, that sexual confidence may come easier for a man than a woman. And I think that there will be plenty of men and women who disagree. Even I almost disagree with myself a little bit because of just in situations that I've been in where I felt like the person I was with was so sexually insecure. So it's not always the case, but maybe I think men have the advantage as the dominant. I would love to hear a man's perspective since that I cannot give in this situation, but I can tell you, and I don't know what that might look like for you. So please reach out for men that have experienced or done the work or doing the work, what it looks like to work on your sexual confidence. Because my first thought would be just, wouldn't it be confidence in general for y'all? Working out, eating right, caring about the way you look. Like people care about people who care about themselves. And not in a super vain, arrogant way, but just manscaping a little bit, okay? Showering, you know, putting on a different outfit every now and then. For both men and women, I'm going to ride for, rave, 10 out of 10 recommend affirmations. I'm an affirmations bitch. I will tell you, waking up and saying affirmations in the mirror to myself has completely changed my life. I've been doing it for four years now, and I will never go back. Why the fuck would I? I feel way better when I'm doing my affirmations, way better. If you don't believe that you can brainwash yourself to believe whatever the fuck you want, and that can sound cuckoo, but it is 100% true. You have to check the narrative in your head. Are you self-deprecating? Are you putting yourself down? Do you feel insecure? Are you telling yourself you're ugly? He doesn't want you. She doesn't want me. That's going to manifest. That's what you're going to see. Those are the little seeds you're planting. You want little technique tips, fake it till you make it kind of shit. Eye contact, being able to hold eye contact for women, even if that means making yourself hold a second longer. I feel like guys are mostly good at it, but there are some guys that suck at it. I also think that's a little bit of a red flag. Doesn't always mean they're a piece of shit, but most of the time does mean they're insecure. And if you're insecure, whether you're a man or a woman and you want to improve your sexual confidence, getting to know yourself on a more intimate level is crucial. Having a lack of self-confidence doesn't mean something's wrong with you. And whether it's because of trauma or how you were brought up, there is a way to unlearn the negative thought patterns 
to build up your confidence and rewrite your sexual narrative. And that starts with identifying how you feel, exploring your interest, communicating. Honestly, you have to be honest about sexuality with your partner. You have to be able to be your authentic self, at least conversating about it. And then you will learn to develop routines and habits that get you in the mood. That is a big one. That's being intentional, essentially. And to all the mamas out there, there's women that write in that are like, I'm not in the mood anymore. The kids came, they're a priority. I'm tired. I don't feel sexy. This is something that I encourage you to work on. This is essentially your sexual confidence. It is okay to feel good. It's nice to feel good. You deserve to feel good. In your life, raising your children, making sure that they're going to have everything they need, you're going to do your best, right? And you know that that's still going to come up short because no matter, I know you're like, fuck off, Jordan. No matter what we do, we're all still human beings and we can't, like they're going to get a boo-boo sometimes and they're not going to understand. And outside of your kids, you have a whole husband and that's a whole other thing. And happy mommy daddy will be happy child and happy mommy really, really matters. And knowing what you like, you're never going to know what you like if you don't try. And you don't have to tell your man you're going on some sexual confidence exploration. I mean, you could tell him that's great. He's going to be very excited. But if you want to like, you know, do it on your terms, then keep it to yourself in the beginning. Start with the affirmations. Start with buying a new toy and trying it out and setting the atmosphere, doing it your way, how you want, watching things, reading things, listen to my audio erotica, whatever it may be, finding yourself again post kids. I know it's a big deal and I don't know how this turned into really just zoning in on the ladies, but I just felt like that was who my message was needed for today. Truly, I answer every DM. If you have a question or like, how can I do this more or whatever, or what do I need to do after this? Or this is my hang up. Feel free to slide in my DMs right in on my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com, ask anonymously, or on my Instagram at underscore the horny housewife podcast. I can get all the context. We can go back and forth if you're comfortable with me sharing so we can help other women with our perspective and insights, then I can share anonymously, of course. For me, if I'm speaking from personal experience, like how did I gain sexual confidence? It was its own journey and it was a journey of falling in love with myself and knowing what I liked and not being ashamed of it whatsoever, not giving two fucks what anyone thought. And if that aroused me, I would explore it. And I would also explore my feelings behind it. Or is it rooted in insecurity or real curiosity or real arousal or fear and control? And you're like, whoa, can that be a thing? Yeah, it can be a fucking thing. Next week, next week I have a guest. The segment, I think I'm going to call it intentional intimacy. I have a woman, okay? She's smoking hot. She's 60. She knows everything that I know about fucking. This one's really for the guys too. This is like opening the guy's eyes, not sugarcoating shit about what women want, need, and can have in the bedroom. You are not going to want to miss it. It's so good. It was like one of my favorite interviews of all time. That's the second time I've said that, but this is because I just interviewed her and she took the fucking cake. I'm super excited for you to hear it. 
And sexual confidence is a topic that will keep coming up with listener questions. Topics come up in different ways that are the same, different factors, whatever it may be. And I'm always here to encourage you to reclaim your power and to know just how powerful you actually are. And the second you start believing and knowing you're worthy of pleasure, it's going to just 10 times. It's just going to 10 times. You will be giving a gift to your relationship if you have not done so already. And if you have, if you feel like you're a very sexual, confident person, tell me why. Tell me how. What do you think attributes to it? I'd love to know. I hope everyone has a wonderful, spectacular week. I am so excited for next week's episode. You have no idea just because the interview was just so good and funny and vulgar and wild. And y'all need some of that. Y'all love some of that. So if you liked this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could go leave me a review because Buffalo Guy left me my first one-star written review saying it wasn't worth the time to listen to. So of course, naturally, that can't be my latest review out of 233 reviews, the one written one-star review. So there's three one-stars in total. I'm not keeping track, are you? But they have to be fucking haters because I mean, really, a real critic, a real critic would, you know, two, three, and four are all possible options. You don't just do one. It's not that miserable. How'd you finish it? How did you go scroll to the bottom? Ones you don't, you just go, you just move on. It had to really deeply offend you, trigger you. Anyways, moving on. I love you so much, Freaky Family. Leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're fucking subscribed because sometimes you think you are, but you're not. So please, thank you. Love you so much. See you next week, Freaky Fam. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.